0: And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. RFQ Refugees Podcast. Ted here, John here, talking all things DC United all the time. We are awesome like that, aren't we, John?
1: Yeah, weekly. We're weekly talking about that thing. Sometimes, yeah,
0: sometimes, 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 sometimes more than weekly. We will have we have a, a very special guest potentially coming up uh, tomorrow. So. You know, stick around for that. Stick around for that announcement. I'm gonna tease. I'm gonna tease that announcement out. We're teasing the tease. We're teasing the tease. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, should we just jump right into it, or should we? Or yeah, is there I anything you want to?
1: I I have my work Zoom background on, so all of you people who happen to be watching right now, <laughs> you can see my cool fake bookshelf that I have as my background. What's up? And I don't even have it on this computer, so that's what we're gonna get the entire the entire broadcast. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm broadcasting live from my uh, studio in Brooklyn, New York. Yep, uh, that I live in only for podcasts.
0: Haven't got, haven't gotten the the Zoom into the Zoom background thing. We don't, we don't. Uh, we're all like IT people, so we all just like we always like did calls without like video, and that just carried on through. Now some people have, I've seen some, but haven't gotten into the whole Zoom background thing.
1: No one wants to see my my basement, and I don't want to see the, the the raccoon over my shoulder. I think it's just good for everyone's yeah benefit. Before we get into the actual show, I feel like we should do. We should continue the tradition of, uh, of plugs up front. Yes. Uh, we have uh, plugs to to, to plug. Uh, if you go to rfkrefugees.com, if you haven't been there, do that now. Check out our site. It's great. Thank you, Producer Brian. Uh, we have articles on there now. Ted has written an article about uh, DC United's new signing who we'll talk about later on the show. Uh, and also, there's a merch page. So if you go to DC United, or not DC United.com, don't do that. I mean, you can, but that won't take you here. But rfkrefugees.com slash merch i believe it's on the top nav if it's not merch it could be something else but it's probably merch we've got stickers and i was going to show the stickers but i left them upstairs so uh visualize what a sticker looks like and it looks like that and then also t-shirts we have uh t-shirts that are going to be shipped at the end of october we have enough uh people who have ordered it thank you so much for ordering already um that will be shipping them out for sure in october so if you want one it's our it's our new logo that you can see everywhere we have it plastered everywhere now uh, which is the point of branding uh but you can get that shirt uh in in uh, unisex or ladies sizes so um, yes if you want that do that
0: yes and i put up i put up the website i, I am quick like that so you can see You're the shirt like that and you can also, see also if
1: for some reason you want to join us uh also on patreon if you just want to give us money on a monthly basis you can do that too uh patreon.com slash rk refugees patreon.com ted's, uh, ted's camera is falling oh, down. there we go <laughs> oh okay that's what you <laughs> he's going to hold it. He's going to well, selfie gonna hold, hold the it. camera the entire. Episode. I'm going to I'm going to wait for you to start, and then I might switch to another camera. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep talking then. So we'll talk about. Uh, what, I guess should we get started on the game? Should we start on that? We'll start Ye- on that. Yeah, we can start on that, So So we, so, uh, we <laughs> it's still on you. So uh, we we uh, we had a uh, we had a draw. We had a draw that uh, some people have said was uh, you know a fair result. Some people have said we had the better of the game. I think uh, I'm not willing to prognosticate either way. I'm I am willing to say that we did get a point, and that was great, uh, and it was done in a pretty exciting way. Uh, but let's let's talk about this game. Let's talk about the things that are notable about this game. Uh, first and foremost, among the lineups, Bill Hamid being back in the net.
0: Bill Hamid back in the net, and he was solid. He was again. He was Bill Hamid um, made some pretty pretty solid saves. Uh, I mean, overall, I guess. I sat there and and I kind of said in the first half, I kind of said this was an average sort of first half. And maybe it's, I guess comparatively to what we've seen out of this team, it was was certainly a better first half. Um, It does kind of feel like maybe this team is starting to pull it together a little bit. Maybe to stop being, you know, on completely different pages in the offensive third. They get a goal, a first half goal, a leading goal.
1: In September of 2019, is it the first time they scored in the first yes. half? Yes, yeah, <laughs> the Seattle
0: game, which feels like a decade ago. I was at that game. It was. Um. So yeah, they had they got a goal, which was good. It's 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 good to score a goal. I came from somebody who really needs it, Nola Kamara, um, off a of press, off kind of kind of what this team if this team's gonna be successful and they're getting goals like that, that's pretty much how they're gonna play. Uh, the pressing, sort of pressing style. Um, a lot of fan. there was one, uh, I, I won't say name, but there were some fans that were saying, oh, he almost blew it. He almost blew the chance. I'm like, the keeper got his hand to it. So, you know, he hit it with enough power and, you know, he got maybe a little bit of a lucky bounce on the shot. Um, that, that's something I think Ola Kamara desperately needed. He needed a breakaway chance and a, a chance to, to finish. Um, and he got it. And I think I'm not going to take anything away from him on that. That was a... Really, really nice
1: score. He almost missed it. And I, I said, I think if he missed it, he would have packed his bags immediately Yeah, on the breakaway. And he hit the inside of the post and the ball went in. But uh, I, I thought it was interesting that uh, Gelman Rivas was trying to make sure that all the team came and celebrated with him. Oh, yeah. Total striker move. You'd love to see that. Um, and m- m- most of them didn't. I don't know. I think that because they were sort of, they were not forward on the play because it was such a weird developing. They were probably just still hanging out and they didn't want to run. Uh, but yeah, goal scored. Uh that was uh, what minute was that goal? Uh, the fifth minute. Fifth minute. So, so not only was it the first <laughs> half, it was like way early in the first half.
0: It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Like I think I sat down to watch the match, and I got up, grabbed like a drink or something, came back, and it was like I was seeing like celebration, and, and I was like, "Wait, what? We're up? <laughs> What's going on? What is this? I'm not used to this. I'm like, that's got to be like offside. VAR
1: is going to overturn that. There's no way." Thanks. I think Yamil also hit the crossbar, I believe, uh, and right so sort of right after that. Ola was playing like a man possessed after that goal happened. Clearly a you know like a, I've never seen a player more lacking for confidence and then more instantly like restored by having that goal happen than Uokamara, which is great to see because we obviously need him to score uh more more goals than that. Uh, but what's <laughs> so the the the, the flow was, was going towards DC United there for the first fifteen, twenty minutes. Uh, and then and then something bad happened. Uh uh, a Donovan Pines mistake that looked probably more ridiculous than it was. Uh, it was sort of like a – he got caught in between a headed clearance and a, like a bicycle kick side of the foot clearance uh, and resulting in uh, doing neither of those things and then Pozuelo getting the ball and scoring uh, from a pretty easy He he, ba-
0: he basically could have done anything else than what he did and the ball would have gone away from Pozuelo, but he did it in such a – it was like almost an acrobatic attempt at a, at a clearance. It's like he shaped that,
1: his body into an O so the ball <laughs> could go through the O and then be scored. That's sort of what it would
0: <laughs> Drop right to Pesuela. I was like, oh, thank you very much. I'll, I'll tuck that in. So it was like it was two goals off two really bad defensive plays. You had uh, Ola Kamara, you know, w- by the way, applying a press, um, but being in, in the right position to make that play. I, but it was off a bad pass. Uh, a bad pass by uh uh I think it was Omar it was Omar Gonzalez I think on that um yep. really really downhill from him I'm, I'll tell you that much uh but a bad pass from him and then you have you know what happened with donovan Pines. uh I mean o- overall I mean it was it, it was good to see this team at least look like they belonged
1: on that field yep that that that's a very good team <laughs> a team that is way better than they oh than yeah they. like it it's it's like we're in a different division. If you look if you look at like the the normal the normal output of that roster and then ours like it's we're in, we're in different universes. So the fact that on the day, DC could play up, and Toronto honestly could play down, which is kind of what happened, uh, is a good thing. That's what MLS is all about. That's the fact. That's 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 this league in a nutshell. Is sort of that way this game went. Uh, so we went into the half one one. The injury was that when was the injury? The Injury was before half. So forty fourth minute. Uh, new show, quasi favorite, Muhammad Abu uh, laid out. Basically, he did the hockey. The hockey player sacrificed the body for a block shot, uh, and in, re- in in so doing, uh, bent or snapped his uh, MCL on one of his knees. Uh, the The man was in pain. It was clear after the after the shot was blocked, like it was not good. Uh, and then at the half, he had to go off. But you're thinking, you're thinking one one. You know, that's probably not what you were expecting when the game started. You did, you have potentially, you have now lost your own, one of your two defensive midfielders on the roster. Uh, so it was a really open question on sort of what was going to happen after half. And what happened after half was Copernic came on and we saw a bit of a formation change.
0: We did. Um, we, we saw them sort of switch out to a uh, push Julian Gressel in center. Um I think overall the team struggled a little bit after that. Uh there was clear that I think Toronto got more of the ball. Uh yep. they of course then get a goal uh from um Akinola. Akinola who, it, is, who is
1: who was is, who is the new DC United owner? Yeah. <laughs> uh he he made us look real bad at the restart tournament and and once again his score. He is uh Josie Altador better better watch his back for 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 minutes because this 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 guy is I think he's a DC United or a uh, Toronto FC Academy product. Mm-hmm. Um so I he the man just scores goals, particularly against DC, but he's looked good. I think otherwise for the rest of the season.
0: And, and I think they were talking about on the broadcast. It was like it, he he had sort of he had uh, launched himself into. Into uh, being a, a, a sort of up and coming notable player against DC, and then he, I think he kind of had a good MLS's back tournament, and then kind of went through a dry spell, kind of in the return. And so him scoring a goal kind of was sort of the return. So what happens against DC? See, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> brought his uh, brought his thing back, uh, but of course uh, we got to talk about the the man of the hour, uh, the the man of the hour. I, and I, I got to be honest with you, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about this. Is this the first? Now I know Pines, I think had a goal that was taken back. And he's a defender, so I don't really want to count it if it ends up being true. But Griffin Yao scoring a goal, scoring the tying goal, a really really nice finish. Um, that that is a goal of the week nominee in fact. goal goal of the week nominee, which is so bizarre to say. DC has a goal of the week. I told I said on Twitter, I said savor this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if we'll win because I think there's like an Olympico uh, from uh, Montreal. I want to I want to say well, we never do. Yeah, we never ever do even.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't even think Rooney won on his uh, on either of his like crazy goals. So.
0: I think Montreal beat him out for that. Yeah, you're right. They Montreal like will stuff the ballot box. They are like persistently, <laughs> persistently voting. Um, but uh, a, a really really nice finish. A a, a grown a grown man's finish uh, on on the goal is what I'll call that because you have so many players and you have you even have players on this team that will line up a shot. I've seen Junior Moreno now line up a shot. I'm pretty sure about three or four times. And every time I kind of like get up on my feet, like, oh, maybe he's got and then he blows it over the bar. Um, And he did that in this game, too, I believe. I remember distinctly a moment that happening. Um, So you almost like don't expect it when you see that nice of a finish from a player. Uh, But I mean, that's a that is a finish that, you know, a a veteran type player makes. Uh, He doesn't you know, he he you need to have the calm and wherewithal to be. Uh, to be able to compose yourself, to strike the ball true, not send it high, give enough power on it that it that it you know no one can block it. Uh, so that was a really really nice finish, um, a really nice finish from Griffin Yao. Just absolutely, I mean, he fell to it. Uh, apparently, the coaching staff had talked to him about you know getting in the box. There's space in the box, uh, so he credits coaching staff a lot for that. Um, and, and like I said, I think he is the first. I, I someone can check the tape on me. I'm sure someone has checked the tape. I'm pretty sure he is the first homegrown player to score a goal since Andy Nahar. And I, I, I I'm sure I'm, I'm, I could be very wrong about that. Um, Cause we have plenty of draft picks who are. have scored. What's that?
1: I don't think that you are. I think Brendanica would be the one likely to, to tell us wrong. <laughs> so Brendan, if you're listening to the show, either live or on, on, on re on replay, help, help, help a brother out. Uh, but overall, yeah, I mean, you know, but even before the goal, he had a play on the wing where he beat two players off the dribble and crossed yeah. the ball. And I'm like, Man, you know, <laughs> we don't have enough of that. Like, I, I'm sure that there's deficits in his game, right? There has to be. But, like, there are also attributes that aren't offered by a lot of the players that are playing every week. So I Dude. hope, you know, in the aftermath of the game, Ben Olson was talking about sort of like, you know, last season, he. I think the I think the quote was, last season he plateaued as a player. Uh, and this season, he's serious about training and and being better. Um, we may ask him that tomorrow night when he joins us <laughs> on the show. That's who the special guest is, folks. Griffin, you will be on the show tomorrow night, so hit us with questions. I feel like, he's got to get. This is a good intro for playtime. When your when your leading scorer has two uh, goals, when a guy scores a goal and he does it in a way that matters, like, and particularly on a team where half the team is injured, basically. Let's get Griffin out some more minutes, uh, particularly as fixture congestion increases and we're looking for offense. It seems like a move.
0: And, and you know, you talk about that, about being sort of, you know, serious for training. I think that's something that sort of every young player, you know, Bill Hamid talks about it a lot. When he was growing, when he, there was an article that was put out. You know, he kind of came in. He he was a, a, a big kid, um, certainly did not look sort of like he trained regularly. He lifted weights. He did all the things that that you should do if you want to be serious. And he kind of had a moment where he's like, you know, I I can, I think I can get myself in better shape. And he dedicated himself that off season. I think it was after his first season to really like putting himself into shape and and getting himself ready to play. And, and I think there, there are moments for those types of players where it's like, you know, Oh, this, I I gotta be serious about this. If I, if I want to make this something to do, and you know, you talk about Griffin. Yeah. You know, he had a unbelievable opening sort of to his career out at Loudon. He, I think he was scoring at least a couple bangers. You know, he really was sort of uh, catching fire gets his first start. And then it kind of like, you're right. It plateaus and it kind of lulls and it's like, you're not seeing them making game, making the lineup. And I think we, I all had, we all had, I had that thought. I was like, man, is this, is this kind of like, is this it? I mean, we're going to see, you know, we got Kevin Paredes sort of getting starts and, and coming up and he's now the new you know the new eight kid win, you know and Yau's, i was like man Yau's uh, star kind of faded uh and then he, he gets his opportunity and he takes it today so i mean i think at this point with this team struggling he's got to start you know ben it probably is going to start considering for minutes considering that both Assad and gressel uh have fewer goals than him i think gressel has one so he's tied but you look at some of the performance you're not getting performances this is this is this is, this is How it works when you players play well, young players get opportunities and and Paredes has taken his and I think Gallo has taken his. So I don't know if we'll see him start right away. I think maybe we'll see one more, a couple more appearances off the bench. But I mean, if he keeps playing like he is, I don't, I don't think you can keep him off at this point with, with what this team is and, and how this team has looked. Um, tell me,
1: tell me how cool the celebration scene was uh, with Paul Ariola running <laughs> down to celebrate with him. Yeah, running man. Running down fat running down on one leg like a like a like a speed demon.
0: If you already didn't like Paul Ariola, I don't know how you couldn't like him after that moment because it's very clear he was, he was here's a guy who is actually playing his position right now, I think out on the right wing. So, here's a guy who comes in and, you know, is playing your position, but he looks so pumped and so hyped uh to, to see him out there. So I mean that's you can't ask you can't ask for more than that. Here here's a here you know, I, I will I will forever, forever love Paulola for seeing that. And, and and Griffin, yeah, went and pointed right to him. Uh pointed right to him in the stands. Sure. So
1: him, Paul Ariola, Bill Hamid and Felipe are the three players who most understand, I think they're like fans of the team. Mm-hmm. They're on the team, but they're also fans of the team. And they you know, I'm sure all the all the players love I'm. I'm not saying that they don't, but I think that there's ways that you can publicly act that tell other fans that you're about it, and they all do it. Like I, I feel like if we were in season, it would not be unrealistic to imagine Paul playing the drum during a during a game. Like that's yeah. That seems totally. That seems totally on brand. Had to, had it happen. Yeah, I wish it did. Felipe, way, Felipe,
0: Felipe would be there too. Hundred yes. percent. I bet <laughs> he would be.
1: Congrats to. I don't say congrats, but you know, of course. I love the fact that there are still guys showing up at the stadium and uh and and and, and playing songs outside the stadium. I think it's uh La Banda is, is doing it mostly. I don't know if Bar is doing it as well, but uh that's awesome. I love that sometimes you can hear it over the fake crowd noise on the TV. It's-
0: yeah, and you gotta give props to the Spirit Squadron as well. They're doing it up in Loudin as well. And you can hear them on the broadcast too. So um it's cool it's certainly a cool thing uh to 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 show up to a stadium that you have no chance of going into i think ben joined them out there at one point um i know uh the the legendary the man the myth of legend dave johnson also went out there so uh, it's cool to see uh it's cool to see you know we all wish that we were able to go to games we were able to watch games Uh, we're having to watch them at home um but you know it's good to see that the support is still there for the for this team, and there are people out there that are willing to say, "Hey, we'll, we'll come, we'll play outside the stadium." You know, we'll 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 see if we can make ourselves heard. Um,
1: also, uh, producer Brian brought up Ariola's celebration to Sorga's goal uh, at home. So the man the man loves a goal. He hasn't had a lot of opportunities to cheer for it. Speaking of Eric Sorga, he almost equalized or almost won the game uh, in, in, the, in the last week of the game. Basically, however, I think it is important to note for the Eric Sorga super fans that, that are out there about two minutes before that, he almost gave the ball up by dribbling out of his own 18 and they, and they almost scored. It had, they had, they had an opportunity to score and they didn't. So remember the things like that. I, so I, you know, I, I think I've, I've come to, I've come to think that you can definitely question. You can question lineup, cho- or you know, formation choices and tactical choices for Ben Olsen. I am, I I believe, I understand his player evaluation. I tend to like it. I think that he, I think he knows where, where players are maybe necessarily don't have all the things they need. Uh, Maybe decision-making, they may do something that'll hurt the team. And a team that doesn't score a lot has a very thin margin. So, you know, I, I think that if I, if I go on record defending Ben on anything now still, I think that he does, he does a good job of knowing when players are ready and then New England players need a chance to prove themselves and so on and so forth. Donovan Pines, however, in the game right now because we need a center back. So he's he's learning on the job and is making the same making mistakes and making great plays every game. Pretty much like clockwork. But everybody else, it seems like if they're not in the lineup, there's a good reason. Even if we're not scoring goals. There, there may be there may be decision making things that, that that go to play where, where some players aren't putting game. Maybe not. Maybe so. I think Sorga needs more opportunities, um, for sure. But I don't. The, the folks that are saying he needs to start every game because he scored one goal are probably. Yeah.
0: No. I goal. mean, I I am in the. I would rather see Moses Nyman. I would rather see Griffin Yao. I would rather see Kevin Paredes. I would rather see, uh, at least a few other players. Donovan Pines, uh, another one. I would rather see them out there. Even Abu. I would rather see them out there than than Eric Sorga right now. And that's just that's just honestly uh how I'll i feel i'm out there too let's have an all we'll have an all homegrown slash under 22 lineup <laughs> exactly uh you know i just yeah I, I think it is and i think if you get a score maybe we're having a different conversation i, I do have to ask you say ben also makes the right decisions
1: mm-hmm.
0: is our players like griffin Yao? our players like crevon paredes are they getting minutes I'll 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 be take out Kevin Predis because think Kevin I think Ben has shown from the beginning yeah, he I mean, really that,
1: liked... he's the example that he does that he, so go throw out my good example and continue for your <laughs> continue
0: but for but your I mean team even team a player team. like Donovan Pines or or, or or Griffin Yao especially I'm not sure they're getting minutes if if the team is not decimated by injury
1: well I think if they're not you have Ariola in that spot and he's better than he's better than Griffin Yao. that's true so I, mean, I think he's making the most of his opportunities for sure but I do think you know, I I don't fault. Normally, what happens is when these players who are fringe players get get an opportunity, usually they show why they're fringe players. Like this was this was the this was the best outcome that you could have for Griezmann. Mm-hmm. So he's got to do this again, and then again, and then again. He doesn't score a goal every game, but he has to be dangerous every game, and he has to not make errors. He was playing good defense this game too. He he he, he had a couple. I don't, I don't have his heat map, but he was getting back on defense. He played for 45 minutes, which is the longest stretch he's had this season by by like 30 minutes.
0: So I I think I think Ben's biggest flaw, if you're talking about from a coaching perspective, is when we are when we are bad and we have bad seasons like this. He is he is coaching like somebody who has promotion and relegation to worry about. And you know I, sometimes I'm sure he was he was fearing for his job. But I mean even times you talk about 2013, 2017, it just felt like he was putting guys out there and you had guys behind him. You had Academy kids, you had young signings, you had players that, you know, don't see the field a whole lot. And it's kind of like, why, you know, we're done. Like, yes, okay, we're mathematically alive for the playoffs, but we're finished. For all intents and purposes, the season's over. You know, and the season's not over. The team is still definitely in a playoff spot. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But it was more like it the injuries seem to be forcing him to do these types of things. Yep. And I think it is showing. Do I do I want to bring up Maybe if he, you know, pushes out uh, a player like Michael Seaton or Colin Martin, and they're in that sort of developmental stage, maybe they can they sort of rise above. Um, you know, it's 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 a question I think worth asking because it's the one criticism that I I think is actually particularly valid. Until now, he has not trusted his young players, or at least taken the chance or the risk to have them out there. Um, so, and I think. These injuries are forcing this. I don't. I don't think Griffin Yao plays very much. I think he 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 maybe. Be at
1: Loudoun.
0: Yeah, he'd be at Loudon. Correct. He would probably be at like Loudon every week. Maybe he lights it up at Loudon. But I I think I think this year we we talked about how bad things were and how and and I, I don't think things are great. And we'll get into a little bit why things are still not great with who they who they who what they have done to bring to to bring a player in a, a good player, but we, what they're doing to do that. But I do think this is this this these injuries. You know, some of these guys are going to come back and be fine. Kanal's is going to come back and be good. Ariel is obviously going to come back and be good. But it's at least given us. We're now entering next year. You have Yao. You have Nyman. You have Pines. You have players that are there now. You you no longer have a situation which I feel like we always have every single year under Ben, which is yes, our 11s great. We have 11 really good players. But then you get to 12, 13, and the drop-off just goes like this, and there's no depth. And that's why he was using one or two subs a game. He was not, you know, using him the full complement of his subs. Now suddenly it's like, hey, Griffin Yow's a great option off the bench. Moses Nyman's a great option off the bench. Kevin Paredes, if, if Errol and Gressel come back and they play up to their potential, you have Emil Assad. You have players that, that, that you have an actual depth. You have players that can come in and change the game. And that has been missing from D.C. for so long. So if anything, if we get anything out of the season, if that's what we get, maybe it's worth it. Because maybe this team is actually on a path to being a better team and to being a more complete team than they've ever been.
1: I just think that Kevin Paredes is the is the point that proves the opposite. For I think that he, he saw that Paredes, before injuries even occurred, uh, that he was at a level where he could contribute immediately. And he did right after as soon as restart happened he was he was a major factor he's a major factor um and, he, and i think even when though even when everyone comes back whenever that happens when 9000 players come back to the fold i still think he's earned an opportunity to play every week and uh i think it was also uh, also good that they gave him a little bit of a break he's he's a young kid but he's not like a robot so it's good that they let him come in as a, as a sub and he still made it, I think he made an impact he's certainly much better going forward to your point where you'd love to see him as a 10 than he is as a wing back but all of our players are. Like, yeah. I think that every player that we put in the wingback position, there we're just sort of, like, jamming them in there, basically. It's like we would prefer them to play elsewhere, but we're putting them in there. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, overall, I think... How you, you know, I would say that I, about this game, I felt very good. I think as, as a draw as a draw goes, there were positive things that happened. Even if... If we had lost 2-1, to one, I would have been upset. But I think we played pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think we played... I think the thing that we'll forever compare this to is New York City FC 0 0 draw. Is it better? Does it feel better than that? If we had lost, would it have still felt better than that? Probably would have to me personally. But the fact that we got the draw, that Griffin Young got the first goal, uh, that Bill Hamid's back, uh, I, I think that you just you got to feel real positive about that going into uh, our game in Minnesota.
0: Yes, and uh, we have the phone lines open now, 202-905-0454, if you want to get into the conversation. Uh, Producer Brian is listening. Hopefully everything works with the calls. We had some issues last time, uh, but we are we are soldiering on. Um, let's talk about – so, so I you know, remember last show I was saying the number 10 has to be – we should put Paredes out there as the number 10. He They gave him a rest, which was probably probably a smart call considering the injuries that we're seeing. Um, I think they kind imagine of ran that a boo out. Imagine if he went down. What's that?
1: Imagine if Kevin went down. Yeah. <laughs> Don't
0: exactly. Think <laughs> exactly. Um, So they gave Kevin Brett a little bit of a rest. They kind of threw out some different players. You know, I talked a lot about Kevin Brett as being the number ten. Uh, but then DC goes and makes a move, and uh, we'll we'll get into why maybe this is a not a good move uh, in a minute. But let's 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 focus on the positive because there's plenty of negative. Uh, the team went out, uh, paid four hundred thousand dollars in allocation money, general allocation money. It's all never mind. It's all well, not general. Money. No Gam or tam. Just allocation money, uh, for a twenty twenty international roster spot and Jordi Reyna. So that so basically he, we get Jordi Reyna and we get the international spot which he will occupy. Um, so with with that you get a another you know, Peruvian. So you get a guy maybe you know who can who has a rapport with with uh, with Edison Flores, which might be a good thing. That'll be great. Uh, that would be great. Uh, and you get a guy who is a very very talented player. He is. Let me put it this way. You want to talk about how bad DC is? Vancouver is worse, like, by tenfold. Their institutional issues are terrible. They have a really good coach in Mark Dos Santos, and he has been given nothing to work with. And this is a team that sold that, that I think is going to ride the, hey, we developed Alfonso Davies, and we sold him for $18 They are going to ride that forever, and they have done nothing with it. Absolutely nothing. They have not invested it back in the lineup. They have not done it in any conceivable way to actually build this team. They are a bad team. Bad organization. Um, So they're offloading Jordy Reina because he is unhappy. It's very clear he is not happy. He was not happy in uh, in Vancouver. Uh, speculation amongst the I, th- I kind of read. I kind of wanted to read a little bit So I watched a little bit. You know, I, I've I know he's a good player. I've watched him play some games. I've watched him score some really good goals. He's a good set piece taker, which is I think this team desperately needs. Yep. Sorry, Julian Gressel, but Julian Gressel great at delivery and service and and finding players on the cross. Not so good when he's trying to shoot the ball. And I think you already already Brandon brings that. Um, so there so what he will play is basically I think pretty close to what uh, on a lesser end what Wayne Rooney did for us and maybe more of a Jaime Moreno type player. He is a he scores goals that there's no doubt about that, but he's definitely more of a provider. He will drop back sort of behind the behind the line and will be play service. And I think that is something that this team is missing when Federico Iguain is out there. You can tell the difference. You can tell the speed. He was out there on, on the Griffin-Yao goal. So this team needs somebody like that because Julian Gressel, Yamil Assad, Kevin Paredes came the has come the closest, but he's still a young player still learning. So there's not that polish there. There's promise, but there's not polish in in, in his play. Um, so from the soccer perspective, I think this is an intriguing move, and I am, I am for it if, if they can get 2018 Jordi Reyna, who had I think it was like six goals, ten assists, they can get that production out of him to end the season. This will look like an absolute steal.
1: He'll also be the leading scorer based on uh, <laughs> even a half-season lead.
0: <laughs> leading scorer and have more goals, goals and assists. But you got to assume those ten assists are going to go to like Gelvin Rivas or Ola Kamara. So yeah, I mean, sure. you, you're giving him, you're giving him a central provider. I think if they, if he stays here, I don't. We don't know what Edison Flores' situation when he's coming back. You know, they're they're being very, uh, very uh, touch and go there. I think this does sort of lift him as sort of the player who's going to be responsible for creation, because I don't think he looked very comfortable with that on DC. I think it pushes him kind of out wide. It kind of, it does some interesting things I think to the lineup. Um, But we got to talk about the bad and the bad is uh, he's a little bit of a, uh, he has a little bit of the, of the prima Donna. Um, We talk about recently uh, he was suspended, uh, I think for at least two games uh, when he broke uh, and fined, I believe when he broke, uh quarantine policies to go pay play pick up soccer uh in british columbia and he was filmed doing that um so he uh, loves
1: the game so much Ted. yeah <laughs> he, he can't stay off the soccer field
0: he uh he showed up late to do team practices right before being traded uh so you know i, I kind of maybe push maybe that onto i'm not happy here right,
1: Tech with, players players do that at all the time that is yeah. extremely common behavior
0: yeah some, some of the other things are less common yeah. um should we, yeah should we talk about 2018
1: <laughs> yeah I feel like I I didn't know about it I feel like yeah just uh, I would say this you know the the criminal justice system works its way in the ways that it does particularly in the journalism structure in Peru maybe what it is uh but Google Google this man in 2018 and uh and and the Peruvian volleyball team and there's some stuff out there and it's none of it is I I, I don't necessarily want to get you know, I don't want to get into the particular details, but it is is—it is uh, disquieting, and it is there are some la- lapses of judgment regardless of what happened or didn't happen that are concerning. Uh, yeah, maybe he's kept his nose clean since then. I hope he better have. Um, and also, I think this might just be a single-year rental player because he has an option for next year, and this may just be we've got to get a guy that can do a thing here for the next couple months, and then we'll go our separate ways. We're not tying, you know, he's not our captain. He's, we're not tying our ship to, to him for long term, but uh, it, there are there is baggage.
0: Yeah, there there is baggage here. Um, it's not a good look when you read the story and you kind of read everything that went into it. Uh, it's it's not it's not a good look. Uh, it's not a good look at all. I I will agree with you. I think this is a a a potential short term rental. It's more of a we we can't afford to go out there in the market. Here's a talented player that wants out of where he is. We we can. Throw the cash to do that. We can get. We we need the international spot to throw that into. We'll pay a little bit extra for that. Um, but uh, give them to us. I think there's also. I think if they end up selling him, Vancouver gets a part portion of the fee as well. And there's there's certain other. Uh, if they actually sign him, they they have to cough up more allocation money. So there's a lot. There's a lot to this deal than just the four hundred thousand. But I think I think it's a team looking, saying, hey, we we, we need offensive help. Here's offensive help. If he fits and if he, you know, scores, if he lights it up this season, if he clicks right away, if he be, if he's happy and wants to stay here, by all means, let's grab him. Let's 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 put him in this lineup. We need we have a third uh, DP spot we need to use
1: up. This could be that, we're not, deep. and we're not going to use it otherwise. Yeah, we're not going to spend the money to really deeply use it. Uh, <laughs> and if he turns Edison Flores into a good investment somehow, then great. I think double win. I I think this kind of move this kind of move is is uh, the front office working within con- the constraints that they have.
0: This, this is this is a move, this type of team, if they made it 2014, 2015, you say, oh, yeah, that, 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 that clocks. Us.
1: Yeah. It's a Fabian Espindola move. Yeah. It's a it's a Alvaro Sabarillo move.
0: And if it works out like those two players, hey, that's actually pretty good. And you're also getting a guy who's Fabian Espindola and Al- Alfonso uh, Sabarillo were definitely on the tail end of their careers. Yeah. This is a guy who's 27, 28. He is very much in his prime right now, so that is another reason, I guess, to sort of be intrigued by this move. If it, if they can get it to work, and I think it's going to be matter if if they can get it to work. If it's not, if he lights it up this year, then I think you'll see you have a very difficult. Uh, this team will say, "Yep, we'll take him. You know, let's let's sign him up. What what do you want? How much you want? Don't have to pay a transfer fee. We can maybe make you a tam player. We can keep that DB slot open. Um, you know, so it's it's we'll see. Uh, I don't think I think they said he is now he is in DC, but he uh, has to pass quarantine, so hopefully there's no. Everybody hide pickup soccer games from him so he doesn't <laughs> run out of. Okay. <laughs> he'll, he'll go down in the the coed league I used to play in uh, down by Wonderland Ball. Yes. In, over there. Go uh, into his got, go into his Facebook and, and block. Hopefully DC said, hey, give us your Facebook password," and just blocked every single group in DC that was pickup soccer
1: related. Do you think Do you think anyone in the local uh, media is going to ask him about the the, uh, the the 2018 story? <sighs> You know, I, I don't. I don't know. Um,
0: I don't imagine, right? So, I, so, I don't see
1: golf asking that question at the press
0: conference. So golf. So someone did actually. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, Don. Pablo, of, I could see doing. It. Yeah, Don, one of our fans, brought that up, um, and he said, apparently, you know, he's been cleared. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see Stephen Golf doing it. Maybe Pablo does it. I think that's it's. It's another. It's another thing where, you know, this is the market that we live in, and you know, there just aren't a whole lot. There's. There's people there that you know, are happy to be soccer journalists and are happy to cover the team and they don't want to kind of step on toes. Um, but you know, I, it'll be interesting to see if, if that does happen or if that's brought up.
1: Um, I, I'll, I'll be curious to not. see
0: <laughs> what's that.
1: This, this show will not be calling into the zoom to, uh, to, <laughs> to, to, to do that, but somebody else, if you want to do it, we'll send you a free sticker.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we'll uh, Pablo, if you're listening and you want a free sticker, you that's can right. do it. No, sure I, I don't want, I don't want I don't want to incite any fan to, to do that, but, um, but yeah, it's it's from a soccer perspective, it's a it's it's it has some potential. I think there is some potential there, um, and
1: I, and I'll I was be, on a Saturday morning too. Yeah, which was weird. I woke up. I'm like, Bleh. I didn't wake <laughs> up. I was awake. I've been. I'm always awake. I'm never not sleeping. Yeah, uh, I remember sleeping. Uh, but it was like I think it was like 10, 10.30 on the on the Instagram page for the release came out
0: so, Yeah, and it was uh, also like it was a trade that was that was like done, and then two minutes later they announced the signing. It was. Very very quick, very moved very quickly. Um, yeah, so two hundred two nine hundred four nine hundred five hundred four five four. If you want to jump in, I'm not sure there's much us, else to really. Let us know
1: if you want to talk about Loudon uh, yes. United. Uh, the <laughs> uh, it's not it's not it's not going it's not going good. Uh, yeah. Now I will say they kept Pittsburgh to one goal. Pittsburgh usually scores four four or five goals a game. <laughs> They kind of stop getting red cards, though, man. I swear. Yeah, they really do. They really do need. To stick to like- <laughs> they, they, they've had a player
0: sent off in three of their in three of their past four games, and those are the games they actually played. They played well in a two-one loss to ha- Hartford, Hartford Athletic, a one-one draw to Bethlehem Steel, and then they then they lost four nothing to Bethlehem Steel and had nobody sent off. So very very clearly, the message is just go ahead, you know, have somebody walk up and just punch somebody to start the game, and then the game will go at least a little
1: bit better than if you. What so was our defenders. I think with Saravia this week. Uh, I know Lundegaard got one. They got to stop. They got, they got, definitely got to stay on the field. That's unfortunate. Uh, Is I, that, I mean, it, I'd be curious to get Ryan Martin,
0: I guess, if, if he, if he wants to come back on the show and answer the type of question. But I mean, if that was happening at DC, I think there would be a lot more noise uh, towards well, Ben Olsen. Sure. And, and, and I, I mean, do we, do we just make this as, I think a lot of these guys are just trying to like the season's over. They're just trying to see out the season. And... I don't think
1: so. I I, I had a, my uh, my friends my friend's son was there at the game and he refs uh, for a job and he was just commenting on the really poor standard of the officiating at the game uh, and and I know that Ryan Martin when he was on the show he talked about uh, Elvis Amo getting targeted for for yellow cards and sort of inconsistent inconsistent refereeing. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, you know, hard to say, right? I, I think that, I think that there's, if it happens over and over again, it's probably you uh, <laughs> versus anything else, but they, they do, they do need to, they they got to score more goals. Uh Amistapha scoring uh pretty, he was scoring pretty much a goal game for a while and then he's gone cold the last two games, I believe. Uh, but losing the Philly union too was, was real bad. They scored 30% of their goals for the season against, against Loudon in that one game in that one half even. Uh, so real bad. Uh, I I think that they're ready for the season to end. I think they're already limited from the playoffs um, I think they're in last place in the league So there I think everyone I think you may if they were if they did have a bad attitude and did want the season to end And wanted to go home and wanted to stop training You kind of get it at this at this point. It's uh, yeah. not going wrong well for for everybody. Yeah, and um,
0: I have to go back and look. It looks like at least a couple of these. Uh, I'm looking; they're they're second yellows, so that th- those are those are more. It's not like players are going up and being you know violent or rec or you know careless in, in tackles. It's it's second yellows that are that are happening in most of these situations. So that that is one thing to kind of point to, I guess. And so. we had
1: a comment on the YouTube page 290 DC99 said, "Are we going to call up a center midfielder from Loudoun? No, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> Um For a couple reasons, one of which being that uh, there's not call up call downs right now between USL mm-hmm. and MLS due to COVID. Uh, and then also because uh, I don't know that there's anybody they would want to bring in in a holding midfield position right now uh, on Loudon um, that will be ready to step in. So they're just going to have to rejigger, right? I think that they're just going to have to change their formation. They're going to have to do some things a little bit differently than they wanted to. I'm hoping Burnbomb can get back. Uh, he's still... He's something you know. No one's talked about him at all. He's been out, and the injury has been undisclosed. Yeah, for the entire time. And now we're we're we're, we're coming up now on is it four games missed? I think. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Four games missed. Um, I really hope he gets back out there. I'm 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 you know, just complete rampant speculation. I'm afraid that it's another concussion, by the fact that they haven't. I mean, now, what what injury would the team not want to disclose with him? It would be that. There would be nothing else there where they would feel like disinclined to share that. So I hope that's not the case. I hope he gets back here soon. I think that will change this team dramatically and, and make the defense a bit more reg- a little bit more predictable and regular. You disagree? Uh, no, I was just I
0: was just thinking – let's talk about – because I'm trying to think about like our international situation. What happens, you know, if Edison Flores comes back, there was talk they were going to send uh, Sorga back down. But I guess now that Abu looks like he's out for yep. – Conceivably, a long time, possibly the rest of the season. Um, I could see them just leaving him out and keeping Sorger out there on the field because um,
1: I think he—he takes. I'm sure he takes up an international slot for this team. So, uh, and then another point that someone else just, that reminded me on the on the YouTube chat uh, that we're only left with Moreno and Nyman. Moreno has just been called up to the Venezuelan national team, <laughs> and I do not believe that we uh, that we're pausing for international breaks because the U.S. isn't taking international breaks right now, so we don't care. Um, and he's, and I believe he left already. So I don't think, I, I don't believe that DC United is actually allowed to, I think it's a FIFA window, so I don't think they could keep him. So yeah, Moses Nyman, come on down. You're going to, you're going to get a start because there's literally no one else.
0: <laughs> be, so good luck. And they got that. Uh, so I guess that'll run through the Nashville and the, uh, New England game. So, uh, Nashville coming up. Um, we can do a little bit of a preview I, I, I kind of felt like – I feel like everybody maybe was riding a little bit high. I've seen a lot of people sort of predict a D.C. victory over Nashville. Um, let me say this. Nashville is doing what – basically they are they are copying what Cincinnati did, which is we're not going to wow anybody. We're not going to spend the big money. We can't afford it right now. We're, we're you know building a stadium. Uh, but what we're going to do is we are going to be hard to beat. And they are a team that actually is – they hold up to that. They're actually pretty hard to beat. Um, they have not been embarrassed in games. They've actually, they gone out and they, they, and they've, uh, killed, uh, they beat, uh, Atlanta three to one. Now everybody <laughs> beats Atlanta. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, this is a team that is very difficult to break down, very tough to beat. Um, and I think with the injuries, you know, you got to boo out. Yeah, you know, who knows who's going to play that center midfield position? Ben Olsen might suit up at this point. They might yeah, just throw a guy out there with 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 sneakers um, at this point. Um, so uh, you know, I don't know if maybe Paredes, maybe it's a Paredes Nyman type situation. Maybe he gets thrown out there. Um, I, I'm not really sure, but it's going to be interesting to see what type of lineup uh, Ben throws out here with uh, with you know still waiting on reinforcements in in, in Jordi Reyna and uh, and a lot of other things. So. Um, it, this is going to be a tough match, I think. Is this game? This game? I feel like DC's been playing a lot of games at home, so I'm sure this one has to it's be on the road. It is on the road. It is on the road. So they got to go to the the Music City, uh, Music City, to watch them play at eight thirty eight thirty p.m. on MLS Live or, or on WJLA TV fourteen News or the DCN website. What? Wait, is this?
1: Uh, if it's eight thirty, it has to be in there. Yeah, we don't have. We we have not doing eight thirty starts. I'm, I'm I'm just looking right now. The picture is on the website still says howdy field did you did you verify it was
0: yeah it's nissan stadium okay nissan okay. stadium yep so yeah it's 8 30 on wednesday i will be going to the kickers game at 6 30 and then racing home so i get to watch like double i get to watch my live soccer. soccer and uh, what's that
1: the double soccer
0: double soccer exactly so um yeah so it should be fun uh it should be a nice uh midweek game considering considering um,
1: we are not doing any rotation because, uh, we don't really have enough players. to rotate.
0: <laughs> Yeah. No, no rotation. We're just throwing everybody out there. So, and praying that Yordi Reyna has cleared quarantine by the, by the time Saturday or Sunday rolls around. So we got at least some reinforcements, yep. uh, out there. But um, I just want I want Ben to just throw throw out an offensive lineup. Like, don't even play play Moses Nyman as the single defensive back. Who cares? Like, make it a four, make it a five four loss, a th- four three. Just go for it, brother. You got no other defensive players for. It. I think he'll do something like, I I could see him doing something weird like if Birnbaum ends up being fit, putting Birnbaum at that position, putting you know. Frederick Brilliant at that position. I, I could see him getting weird with that. Most likely I think actually you'll see Julian Gressel sort of play a more two way type role um in that in that position. So um but uh but we'll we'll see. It's gonna be Ben's got a I I don't know, maybe he's I'm sure he's up late at night at this point, <laughs> trying to figure out what the heck he's gonna do. So For
1: sure. He has to be. I, we didn't mention Ulysses Segura who was out with a calf injury and not just a slight calf injury. He's home with the boot on like he's got the, he's got the the sports medicine inflatable boot on. So I, I, I believe that this, this, this podcast has given Ulysses Segura a bit of, a bit of shit all season long. And also maybe all, all his career long here. But, uh, we like, we like players that are healthy. <laughs> uh, those are our favorite and, players. And, and this is a role he would actually
0: probably, if he was healthy, he would probably slide in right with Moses Nyman and then Moreno when he comes back. So um, I, I don't know. Are all the guys listed as out or is it? You know, Ben Ben likes to play coy with his injuries. He's like one of the most like.
1: Hockey. He's like a hockey coach. Yeah. He's like, oh, lower body.
0: yeah, lower body injury. <laughs> so, I'm trying um, to
1: see if there's any another. uh nothing i'm not saying anything here about any players probable
0: i assume it's the same lineup it's options of last week's S- minus steve, steve bernbaum is listed as questionable Felipe's obviously out russell canals is already out uh, uh, segura is not listed here <laughs> so um he was
1: at home with the boot on instagram he's not he's definitely not playing yeah he's not playing on one
0: though so maybe that's like precautionary type thing who knows sometimes uh, you know they, they, they say it
1: in a press conference we, you know Maybe we should start dialing into these press conferences. <laughs> we can. We just don't. Um but uh, so let's let's make some predictions here. Um first game uh against Nashville on the road. We have the lineup that we have minus uh, defensive midfielders. Uh do we think that do you think that they find a way to get it done on the road and, and win a game or are you hoping for at the best to draw? I, I think at the best to draw. Um
0: I I'm I'm going more
1: likely with a three one
0: loss. To be honest, two and
1: loss. I'm going to say two, two draw. I'm going to feel a little bit more optimistic. I see somehow two goals happening again, back to back weeks. Um, but that's, that's something you gotta, you gotta look, you gotta have uh, some forward momentum. Yep. So even on a draw, I'm, I'm looking for, for streaks, so streaks of draws would be
0: fine. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, still got some time to call in. I, I do want to bring something up. Um, I'm, I'm not MLS DC related, but um. Let's talk. I want to talk a little bit. I guess this is a topic that has a lot of soccer fans, and I think we'll get some in, get some in there. Uh, the 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 ranging soccer media landscape uh, and the all the over the top services you have to buy now. I I went ahead and I purchased Peacock, the same. the NBC service. Uh, it's it's pretty average, I would say. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you I had NBC Sports Gold, yeah. So it's it's all the same stuff. It's just you have to pay more for it.
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I I do think, uh, yeah. Bill, 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 uh, our producer points out. Bill is is pissed about Be- a lot of people are angry about Peacock. Uh, the Android app still doesn't work for me. Um, Bill
1: is not paying that four nine month. You will you will not make him pay that much. I
0: I uh, I uh, yeah. I, I dropped the fifty for the year because I am like this. It's it's it makes That's more prudent, sense.
1: That- way to way to capitalize on the uh, the savings for annuals. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but the uh you know, but we got and we got Bundesliga moving to ESPN plus, which I watched some of that this week and, and that was great. And they have all what's good what's great about this one, they have all the Bundesliga matches. Every single one. Now, if I had to if I had to put a caveat, um, they don't have any of the two Bundesliga matches. And I have a team I follow there. Uh FC Heidenheim, I follow them, and I'm very, very disappointed. I was hoping they would have all the Bundesliga and all the two Bundesliga, but they just have the Bundesliga. Um, and I think that's because if you if you bought the Fox Soccer match passes I did desperately during COVID hours when, like, there was nothing else to watch and I'm like, I need to watch a team, so I'm going to watch them. Um, they don't have any commentators for those games. So I think it's an issue of I'm sure they like get somebody to commentate the two Bundesliga games. But they're not just going to throw the broadcast out there with with, with nothing to show for it. So, um, but yeah, little little disappointing on that front.
1: So, I'm so I'm sorry. I was just trying to check news. Tier, are you you're talking about the two Bundesliga games you watch? Is that what you you pay money for a tier that allows you to watch second tier Bundesliga games? Well, it's
0: on ESPN Plus now. It's Is all it? it's all on ESPN. Yeah, the whole Bundesliga and two Bundesliga. They showed uh, I, it was at lunchtime. I think it was so like wasn't
1: two, that the DFB Pokal? Wasn't it the Cup game? What
0: well, was the Cup? The Cup, the Cup was on there, but the Bundesliga is now all in ESPN Plus, and, and the two Bundesliga is there too. It was can, on Fox see, uh, Soccer Match Pass, and you could like watch it.
1: Karlsruhe um, and Paderborn and all the all the, okay. Yep. Okay. We we're gonna become a two Bundesliga uh, <laughs> podcast as well, depending on how this game goes against Nashville.
0: But but it's interesting. It's like everybody has been railing against Peacock and 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 sort of the subscriber service. But hardly anybody you know no one really talks about ESPN plus because is it because of the value? Is it because of the just the sheer amount of content that you get for it? I, I've just always been curious about that. I, no one really talks and everybody, everybody was complaining about the FA Cup Final being on ESPN plus. Um, there's a lot of complaints about that too. so just
1: buy it, you big babies. It is the best <laughs> deal that has ever existed. If yeah. you used to pay 1499 a month or more for Fox Soccer Plus, which all of us did, most of us have done. Shut up. This is great and, and i do think you've hit a point
0: here because I, I look at this as like oh man this is great like i can like you know i remember like the days of like fox soccer plus where that was the only channel where you could watch bundesliga epl italian league french league and like they would show one or two games a week Yep. so it was very lucky if you got to watch uh like i got to watch liverpool or i got to watch and now it's like everything's so accessible to be fair, NBC screwed up a little bit in that they did not do this from the beginning. They instead, like, did everything where you could just had to have a cable package and they had, like, different channels where you could watch the games for free. People get comfortable in that. The ratings weren't great. And they're like, oh, we got to walk that back. We got to put this over and over the top service. Uh, so a little bit of a, a little up there. But I, I think you and I both come from sort of the same time frame where, like, it was super hard and super expensive to watch. You had to call your cable company. First, you had to have a cable company that got Fox Soccer Channel because a lot of them didn't. And now it's like we have all access. And you can shoot, you know, pick and choose your content. I didn't pay for the Champions League stuff. Um, you know. They showed some of the stuff on TNT, so it was mostly the games I wanted to watch. Um, I haven't actually felt the need to do the, the, the Peacock service until this, this year because now they're showing more games on it. So, I mean, you can still pick and choose what you watch. Um, you saying
1: Champions League just reminded me that I have CBS, CBS All Access. Yep. I have Peacock. I have NBC Sports Gold. <laughs>
0: Well now, well now it's just I think Peacock is replaced in NBC Sports Gold. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: But I already paid for it, so I'm getting hosed here. I thought I bought that for a year. I'm I had talked to someone. Yeah, talk to NBC. Them. Hit me in the DMs. <laughs> I feel like I'm I feel like I'm being overcharged. But yeah. ESPN Plus is the greatest deal in, in humanity. And if it was double its price, it would still be a good deal. So yep. shut up. Yeah. Bye. It is. It is,
0: man. Bundesliga USL, USL League One championship, US Open. I mean, you get so much soccer on that thing. I love it.
1: I'm it's watching great. USL League One games just for fun chattanooga red wolves i'm just watching like <laughs> why because it's on and that's why now i, I do wish and this is the case for Loudoun too um they need to get better cameras for these for some of these usl i'm I, you're because there's so much soccer right so you get used to you get used to epl presentation for instance and it's like mm-hmm. crystal clear and you can tell who all of the players are no matter what the camera angle is you're like i know that guy it's fine i got it but loudon games for instance i'm like i need this is not i feel old I, maybe i need glasses i don't know who any of these guys are they have to have very distinctive pair for me to pick them out because the hd is very fuzzy and i don't like it.
0: The, the league one games are i think because they're not at they're not at like big stadiums they're all like at very like small facilities Are they using
1: a jetpack at city stadium to to, <laughs> to stream it is that what you're saying
0: maybe maybe I, i'm not sure but um
1: you're there, uh, so you don't care. You doesn't doesn't. Yeah, but
0: most of the time I'm there. I do. I do watch the games on the road, I guess. And there's sometimes I can't make it to the stadium, so I, I have to watch the games uh, here. I will say the commentary could be a little bit. It, it does very much feel like it's like these are USL League broadcasts, but the away commentary. Maybe it's the only fact I'm watching the away commentary. Um, it was really cool. They had Daryl uh, Grove um, from the uh, the guys that do the Total Soccer Show were doing the kickers play by play, and that was really cool. Um, and that was kind of a really cool thing. And then they kind of said, "Nope, we're going. We're bringing this all in house." And they unfortunately got le- left off of that. Um, but I think that would be something that I think they should c- reconsider and, and bring back. Uh, have a, have a more local flair to the to the to the broadcasts. Because um, basically, like they're on CBS. Like kicker's games are on CBS, cool. but they're just ripping the the <laughs> the USL broadcast. Them. Which I mean, yeah, it's cheap, I'm sure. And there's also like the, sometimes the channel cuts out. Before the game is done, sometimes like I think one time I uh, one of our uh, one of my friends literally said he he tweeted the game wasn't coming on. He tweeted the like CBS WTVR six channel Twitter page, and then five minutes later, someone flipped the switch and got it back on. <laughs> that's the other thing you're dealing with. But I mean, hey, uh, that's uh, the kickers games used to not be on TV at all, so it's 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 something.
1: My kingdom for a DC United uh, pregame and postgame show, by the way, on uh, News Channel twenty four by seven. I understand they do one on com, which is great. But uh, it would be real good if, if instead of whatever horrible garbage show is on before every <laughs> DCNite game, whether it be political or whether it be an infomercial or whether it be religious programming, it's always something I... I'm, I am tune in at like five minutes before and I was like, can I, can I deal with this for five minutes or do I have to keep the remote in my hand and go back to it? Because <laughs> I, I have it now and I just want to just sit there. But it's...
0: Not great not good.
1: that but at least it's hd and there it's not flow sports and it's it's an it's an improvement we're, my, we're making progress
0: my better. my plea also is to to espn fix your darn <laughs> your darn geolocation i'm like right on the fringe so like when i'm at home i watch on espn plus because the quality i'm sorry the quality is better and it, it looks nicer on my tv and it it's it, it looks great i'm sure i could finagle the website to work because apparently the 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 like geofencing for the website is like not great. So I think I can actually watch it. But like anytime I take it off my phone and I'm anywhere like kind of around the Richmond area, ESPN plus won't work, even though it's supposed to work. So um anyway, that would be one thing. F- fix the darn geofence. All right. That was kind of my little caveat because soccer wrapped up. Uh Twitter.com slash refugees, Patreon.com slash refugees
1: podcast. do Refugees.com, just the, yes. the regular old podcast. Yeah. Come the, merch. For the come for the you can watch us live on the website if you wanted to uh, but also stay for the articles because now we're trying to make sure that we know how to write sometimes, sometimes
0: <laughs> we are trying our best to to actually write and write coherently it's i think it. i said listen with your eyes on twitter no one else thought that was <laughs> all right y'all we will catch you all next week Vamos. vamos
1: We don't believe you, cause we the people
0: are still here in the rear, yo.